you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins. Welcome back to Divine Authenticity. It's a good day for a good day. Um, the first thing I want to say at the top of this video is just like kind of like a trigger warning is I might touch a little bit on seasonal depression. So if that's something that just like is going to trigger where you are, this might just be an episode to skip. Uh, we're mainly going to be talking about like beating the winter blues because I feel like a lot of people experience that. Uh, and it's definitely something that I am currently working through. So just that. And then also, yes, I am still in school to be a holistic nutritionist, but please remember that that does not make me your holistic nutritionist. So uh, anything that I like recommend or talk about ways that I'm helping myself, I would just really encourage, especially if I talk about supplements or vitamins, uh, which I often do because I do see a doctor, I do get my levels checked. You know, just don't take anything just because I said so. Like go and have your levels checked and see if it's something that you need to implement into your diet. And those are the two things I wanted to start with, but let's go ahead and dive into this episode. So happy Monday, my beautiful pumpkins. I hope you're having a great start to your day, no matter what it looks like outside. Let me paint a photo for you or a little picturesque moment for you. I always like to do these in the beginning of the episode because I always want to remind you that you can always ask yourself, what would make me feel energized right now? What would make me feel cozy right now? And you can choose like one thing that's going to take you in that direction. Um, I'm a big proponent of changing your life by like literally changing 1% of something that you want to do. Because even if you think about like a boat, for example, if you accidentally set that boat 1% off course, it's going to end up in a totally different direction. You are the same way. You can set yourself off course or in a different direction by just changing 1% of your daily habits and you will end up in a different trajectory than if you hadn't done that. So I just want to say like, I don't paint these pictures because I want you to be like envious of where I am. It's that I want you to know that you can make simple decisions in your life to give this to yourself. I'm not doing anything that is so overarchingly special, but for me, it makes me feel good. And so it feels special to me. So I think this is our coziest episode yet. Like truly, let me just tell you what I've done. <laughs> so for me, it's actually a Friday evening. And I'm actually like wrapping my work day. This is the last thing I have to do today is to get the podcast ready for Monday morning. And this is probably like my favorite activity of all the work I do. Podcasting is probably my favorite. And I've said that a thousand times and I'll probably say it a thousand times more, but I asked myself because I've really been struggling. If I'm honest with you, like, yes, I just moved into my dream home. You would think that everything would feel so good and so amazing, but I've actually really been struggling and we are going to talk about that today, but today's the first day that I felt ready to ask myself, okay, you haven't been feeling good, Chloe. What is something that you can choose to do that would make things just 1% better? And I've been kind of building on that all day today. So that's why that's like the focal point of today's topic is what can you change? So let me just express to you what my environment looks like right now. And I am like, I am on some vibey shit right now. <laughs> so, um, I, I do my podcast at my tarot reading desk. Uh, we like, I do all of my work at the same desk and I have a couple of flameless candles turned on that I usually use them in my tarot card reading. So they're like always here. So I have a couple of flameless candles on. I have my salt lamp. That's usually always on in this room I have. And if I talk about anything specific, I'll of course try to get links for you. Um, some of them might be affiliate links, but many of them probably won't be. <laughs> so, uh, I have my Ikea candle holders, which I feel like if anybody has ever shopped at Ikea in the last like three years, everybody has these candle holders. I've seen them in so many people's YouTube videos, but they're just like these iron candle holders that come in a set of three. I have two of them out. They're a beautiful little staggered moment. And I just have some white tapered candles lit in them. They're cheap. Uh, but they really set the ambiance. Like I feel so amazingly cozy just because I have these two taper candles lit. Like trust me on this one. You can literally go to the Dollar Tree 
uh, if you have a Dollar Tree or like a dollar store where you live and get a couple of taper candles with a couple of holders, see if it doesn't change the vibe. Just trust me on that one. Um, I also have my Bath and Body Works leaves candle lit, which I know we're technically in winter, but uh, you know that I am a fall loving slut. So we're still burning some fall candles in between the winter ones. And also this is probably really competing with the scents in here, but I don't care. I also have in the corner a Nog Champa incense going because I feel like it's just like a nice palette cleanser for the room. Um, especially living by the water. We're not going to talk about this heavily today, but, um, a lot of like water spirits live around water. And so, um, I guarantee you at least in recent history, this is probably more magic than the street I live on has seen in a long time coming from my house. And unfortunately, when you are somebody that's really magical, you're going to have more like spiritual shit attracted to your home, especially when you live by water. So um, don't get me wrong. I've got protective wards up. Everything's good. But, you know, I think it's good to do a little cleanse, especially of the office space where a lot of my magical working dwells. So um, I do have a little Nag Champa incense going just to kind of cleanse our space and uh, I also have all the lights turned off in here. So like usually I have a little lamp behind me that's on. I've turned it off. I'm doing everything by this soft candlelight. Uh, the sun is going down because it's already 3.45 p.m. And uh, the sun like sets at like 4.20 every day in the winter here. So uh, the sun's going down. It's getting dimmer outside. It is raining today and I can actually see the rain like in little puddles on my driveway. The water out in the harbor today is also like white capping, which if you don't know anything about the ocean, when the water is rough, especially in a harbor that is typically really calm, you can tell that the water is rough even if you're a little farther away from it by if the water has like a white cap to it. And it's, it's hard to explain if you don't see it, <laughs> but basically it's because the water's choppy. It's creating like little waves out in the middle of the Harbor. Um, so I can see that the water's a little rough because there's a little wind, there's a little rain and that's the setting. Oh, I also have a cozy Costco blanket on my lap because I was about to start recording and I was like, you know what could just really take this moment over the top if I went and grabbed a blanket from the living room. <laughs> so I went into that. And then I also made myself uh, one of my favorite Paik Matcha. Y'all know I'm a huge fan. I don't think I have an affiliate for them, unfortunately, but I love their matcha. Y'all know that when I quit coffee for like, I swear it was like a month and a half I quit coffee. Uh, I drank Strictly Peak Matcha or Paik Matcha. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Strictly I drank their matcha because it's really good, um, really high quality as well. Um, and I have that with a little bit of collagen peptides in it and a little bit of lavender syrup and oat milk. So it's like a little lavender. Mm, let's just take a sip. Let's just, if you, I hope you have a nice warm cup of something with you. Hmm. That is correct. <laughs> so that's the moment that we're on. Okay. And I'm just feeling so warm and so cozy and so happy and that is a dramatic exit from how I've been feeling the last couple of days. So the last couple of days, I first want to say that moving, I don't know if I said this in the last podcast episode or not, so I'm, I might be repeating myself, but moving is considered a major life event. So much so that in America, your healthcare actually opens for like 90 days. I'm allowed to enroll in healthcare if I'm not already enrolled because moving is considered a major life event. And I think this is something that most people don't consider, even if you've only moved like, you know, to another town that's close by, or, you know, you haven't moved like across the country, which I did not move across the country. Like I did last time, this was a much shorter and quicker move. And it was way more relaxed than the last one, but still a major life event, right? I'm learning a new town. I'm meeting all of my neighbors. I'm in a completely different setting than I was in previously. And that's all fine and good, but 
I also feel like a lot of my stuff has just like been in boxes. So I haven't been able to have my consistent routine that I'm used to. And y'all know, we've talked a lot about routines over the last couple of months. Uh, I think one of my most popular episodes currently, uh, at least for like the last couple of months is my like hot girl energy episode where I talked about how basically I changed my routines and literally my whole life changed in a matter of like three months. And I just haven't been on my hot girl routine. And I noticed that I was starting to feel really sad and really down on myself. And I'm just, I also think that I might deal with a little bit of seasonal depression, just especially living here where again, I was raised around the sun, literally 24 seven, even where I grew up, we had hot summer and cold summer. There really wasn't a lot of like super cold weather to speak of. Um, and the sun was just kind of always there, you know, that California is literally called the golden state because we have the fucking golden sun beaming on us over there. Um, so I feel like, you know, being here, it has been quite a, quite an adjustment for me. And I also, I can't prove this, but it's what I've noticed like as a kid, because I grew up in California, um, a lot of the coastline, which I did not grow up on the coast of California, but I was like an hour, maybe an hour and 45 minutes from the beach. So I always notice though, that clouds do tend to form around the ocean. Like you get rain a lot when you're close to the ocean water. Um, and maybe that's just a California thing. I'm not sure if that's, but like on top of that, you also just get a lot of rain in the state of Washington. Like that's just how it is. Uh, but I feel like being here, even if we have sunny days, there's been like some clouds every day. <laughs> so, um, I feel like, I don't know if I'm just like never quite ready for winter because I feel like last winter I had a similar, a similar energy. It took a long time for me after that move to be happy again. And I also think that I wasn't ready last year to prepare for what a harsh, cold, dark winter came. And it wasn't harsh in the sense that like we had so much snow. It was just dark. It was just so dark all the time. Like if you did not wake up early in the morning, which I did not previously, uh, you're not really getting a lot of sunlight. And I've noticed as I've been off my routine game the last couple of weeks since moving today, y'all, I slept in until noon, noon. That is unheard of for me. Cause y'all know I'm a morning person. So I was like, Chloe, you really like, you're not feeling good. You're seeing a lot of darkness. You need to decide to change this. So what is it that you can do? What is like, what, what can you do for yourself today? That's going to make you feel good. Cause you're already starting off and like, you know, waking up super late, not getting a lot of daylight hours. So that's why we have this whole cozy spread going on. And I do feel really good. I think that was the right choice. But also, what are some things that we can recommit to that will make us feel 1% better? And like, how can we build on that? So that's mainly what I want to focus on right now is basically the routine that I have sat down and created for myself, which I do feel like is a little bit different from previous routine episodes that I've done, because I also want to cover some things at the end of the episode, just talking about like you know, maybe you're having a really hard time getting into the holiday cheer. Maybe you're having a really hard time right now and just feel really sad about like the cooler time, right? Or the colder time. Um, or maybe, maybe you live in a hemisphere where it's not cold at all right now, but you're just feeling some type of way. This episode is for you. I want to propose like recommitting to yourself this month and just making 1% incremental changes to actually change the trajectory of where you're headed. So first let's cover the routine and then I have some extra things. So first and foremost, my number one non-negotiable, I will be starting this tomorrow morning, even though tomorrow is Saturday. I don't let myself have that excuse. I know some people might be softer and gentler on themselves. I think I'm pretty soft and gentle on myself, to be honest with you, but that is my number one non-negotiable for me. What works for me is that I have to consistently wake up at the same time and go to bed around the same time. It makes a dramatic difference in how I feel. And I know this about myself, so I can't be waking up at noon. That does not work for me. 
uh, I am somebody that really thrives when I'm up at six, you know, six 30, I would say at the latest every morning. And, um, I noticed that when I stopped checking in on Instagram with y'all, because November was over, you know, that was my November challenge to myself was to become a morning person. And I did it every single day, except for like, I think there were like three days out of the entire month that I did not wake up early. And each of those days I had a very valid excuse. Like one day the night before I was at a Lizzo concert until 3am. And so I woke up like an hour later than normal. It was shit like that. Um, but for the most part, I really stuck with that and I was really happy with the results that I got. But that is like my number one non-negotiable is setting a time to wake up in the morning and no matter what, no matter what, committing to it, even if you had to be tired for a couple of days while you're adjusting to it, that is just the vibe that I'm into. That works for me. It may not work for you. You might want to do things slower paced. You might want to shift your wake up time by 30 minutes to an hour until you get where you want to go. For me, I am a one and done. And even if I'm going to be tired tomorrow, I'm going to be tired tomorrow. That's just how it's going to be. I'm going to start my Instagram check-ins with you again, which you'll see it before this episode goes live. But basically what I do And many of you actually like sent me DMs and I really appreciated it. Many of you sent me DMs and would tell me like, I was going to sleep in today, but I saw that you were awake, Chloe, and that made me get up. And so it really like, let us motivate each other in that way, right? When I see your DMs telling me like, oh, you rely on those check-ins to help you, that makes me feel like, oh, I should definitely make sure I'm getting up then, you know, like it, it is a help to me, it's not a hindrance to me. So waking up early, non-negotiable. I am a 6.15 girly. I set my alarm for 6.15 every morning. I am up by 6.30. That is my goal. And I will hit that goal. Trust <laughs> my, and when I check in on Instagram, I always tell myself before 7am, uh, mainly because I'm not about like, I hate when I send y'all pictures of my ceiling in the morning because I haven't had time to like go out to the kitchen and make coffee or do anything. So I'm going to try not to do that. I'm going to try to commit to a more aesthetic photo, uh, and not just send you pictures of the ceiling every day. So early wake up, non-negotiable. The second thing, now this is where I feel like the winter time is a little bit different is I want to prioritize cozy right as soon as I get out of bed. So if that means putting my slippers at the foot of my bed, because that's a cozy moment. If that means picking out a new pair of fuzzy socks, first thing, that's what I'm going to do. Um, if that's lighting all the candles that I have out in the living room or in my office or whatever room I'm going to be dwelling in, light all the candles first thing. Cause waking up at six 15, it's still dark outside where I live. So, um, you know, really prioritizing making the space that I want to be in cozy. So, you know, making myself cozy, getting myself comfy and cozy, not just running out of my bedroom in a pair of underwear and a t-shirt like I typically would. (laughs) Um, Making sure that I actually have like some pajamas on, something on so I'm not freezing and I don't want to just like run back into bed. So really like, I feel like that really gets us into the vibe of like Huga, which is the Danish practice of cozy, which is how like the Danes basically like love winter. They're all about it. And they are ranked one of the happiest countries in the world because they really prioritize that this cozy vibe that I'm talking about. So that's like priority number one after waking up is how can I make this a cozy moment? Is it turning on the Christmas tree? Is it lighting up a bunch of candles, making sure my like, you know, you see what I mean? Getting my fuzzy robe out. Maybe I need to buy a new fuzzy robe. I really, really, this is so that bitch energy of me, but I really want to buy the skims robe. I know everybody's probably like Chloe, you could find dupes so much cheaper, but you know what? Sometimes you just want what you fucking want. And I want that damn skims robe. I haven't bought it for myself, but I'm going to. Okay. The next order of business is to clean up. This is huge for me as somebody that when my space is cluttered, I feel like my mind is cluttered. Um, usually I go to bed with a relatively clean space. I really prioritize tidying before bed, even if it's just a little bit, but the number one thing that I always want to do in the morning is unload the dishwasher because that doesn't allow any dishes to collect in the sink. If the dishwasher is open first thing, first thing before I have coffee, before I have breakfast, before I do anything, 
That means that I know dishes throughout the day are getting put into the dishwasher and that already makes my job easier for the rest of the day in the kitchen. Because I don't know about y'all, but if my kitchen's a mess, it bleeds into the rest of my house every single time. So I just don't allow it. That's another like non-negotiable thing. That's something that I actually do currently. Like I have not if for the last several months, I've been very, very, very on top of that. I don't let my kitchen get messy, uh, mainly because it just, it starts to literally like wreak havoc on my mental health. Um, especially as somebody, I'm a cancer Venus. The kitchen is like my domain. So, um, yeah, I don't like that space to be messy. So once I'm done with that, I'm moving into breakfast and vitamins. So for breakfast, um, sometimes I think I need to get clear on if I'm going to get back into intermittent fasting or not, because please, please, please. I am not going to be that person that's about to tell you intermittent fasting is for everyone because it's not, <laughs> I don't think everybody can have a successful journey on intermittent fasting. I don't think it's for every person. It's something that I've done in the past that I think worked well for me. And I would like to try again, but I haven't decided if I'm going to be on my intermittent fasting game or not. So I have breakfast listed in here right in the morning with vitamins because I do like to take my vitamins when I eat. So whenever my first meal is, that's when I'm taking vitamins. So I do have it in here as breakfast, but it might be more of a lunch vibe. So uh, breakfast for me, I honestly, you know what my favorite breakfast is? <laughs> my favorite breakfast of all time. I could eat it every single day. I never get sick of it. Um, it's about like a half a cup of cooked cow rose rice or like sushi rice, like a short grain white rice, uh, with a little bit of sesame, sesame oil drizzled, not a ton, like literally like a quarter of a teaspoon, like a tiny, 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 tiny bit, um, a half of, or like maybe a teaspoon of soy sauce, or I use tamari. I'll use the gluten-free stuff, um, tamari. And then I'll put these like spicy, I don't even know what it's called. I wish I knew what it was called, but it's this, I get it at the Asian market. It's like, uh, some kind of like Asian chili. I'm not sure if it's a Thai or if it's Chinese or Japanese. I want to say it's some kind of Japanese chili. Um, if that's a thing, I'm not sure. <laughs> My apologies. I'm not trying to like bastardize this dish. I don't even know what it's called, but, um, it's like a blend of some kind of like chili, orange peel, sesame seed, but it's like really finely ground up. And it's so fucking delicious. I could put this shit on anything. It's so good. I go through probably a bottle of it a month and it's a really tiny container, but I would say I go through one every single month because I just think it's so freaking good. Uh, but I'll sprinkle a little bit of that on my rice. And then I fry up two eggs, sunny side up. I like my eggs like jammy. Like I don't like them to be runny at all. I like them to have like a thick jam in the middle. So I'll do like two sunny side up eggs, but I don't like them super runny. Some people will crack an egg directly onto their rice. I can't do that personally. That grosses me out. Um, I'm not saying that I think it's weird if like anybody with like Asian background does that. I would totally respect it. For me, it's a texture thing. Um, like I don't think it's gross for somebody else to do it. For me, I could not eat the texture. It grosses me out. So, um, but I'll put my sunny side up eggs on top of the rice and then I'll sprinkle some fidekake, which is like this like seaweed, sesame. It's just like another, you get it at the Asian market. It's so good. Uh, I'll put that on top of the eggs and then I might put like another teaspoon of soy sauce to top the whole thing off. Maybe a green onion if I'm really feeling fancy. I'll like cut one up on top and I will eat that. I could eat that literally breakfast or lunch every single day of the week and I never get tired of it. It is one of my all time favorite, favorite, favorite meals. Um, it's just like, oh, I actually got this idea. I don't know what the dish is called. I'm pretty sure it's very common in Japan, but I got this idea from the late night podcast, um, which I don't listen to, but my husband does. And I happened to hear one of the co-hosts talking about it. And I was like, that sounds bomb. I'm going to make that. And it is truly a staple in my house. It is something I eat constantly. And my husband doesn't eat eggs. So he'll make his variation with like tofu slabs and he loves it instead of eggs. So good. So I'll have that. And then for vitamins, I'm going to tell you what I take again, please consult your doctor. Please go get a blood test. Do not take something because I said that I do it. 
Um, I know for a fact that I do struggle with vitamin D deficiency. It's extremely common in America. Like 90% of Americans are vitamin D deficient, but especially in the Pacific Northwest, I want to say every single person takes a vitamin D supplement because we just need it. There's not enough sunlight here. Um, so I do take vitamin D. I also take ritual vitamins, uh, their daily, whatever, like their daily vitamin is. I've been taking it for a long time. I really like it. Um, I also take a pre and probiotic that also is from ritual, which funny enough, um, I've been taking ritual for a really long time. Like I have bottles and bottles and like empty bottles cause I've taken it for so long. Um, and they are actually going to be sponsoring a YouTube video soon, <laughs> um, for me. So like if I have an affiliate code, I will put it down below. Uh, but I am actually working with them on a sponsor soon, but like genuinely, I'm not telling you that because of that. Like I haven't even made that video yet, but, uh, they are a company that I've like loved forever. So, um, I take their vitamins, I take their pre and probiotic. Um, and then I also take, and I've talked about this in other podcast episodes. Uh, I also take two Vitex every morning or like afternoon, whenever I'm taking my vitamins, I take Vitex as well. And that is just for like hormonal support because I have polycystic ovarian syndrome and Vitex has helped me get my period back. Um, like I actually have a 28 day apart consistent period. I tried using that stuff that everybody loves Ovacetol for like months. I didn't ever really see too much of a result on that. Uh, like a little, but I started taking Vitex and within the first month, my period came back. So, um, I'll link you the one that I take, but again, please consult your doctors. I'm sorry. I know I keep saying it, but I, I know what that feels like when like you hear somebody else have some success and you want that same success. Please talk to your doctor, please. For the love of goddess, talk to your doctor. <laughs> so, uh, that has worked really well for me. That is like my vitamin routine. Sometimes I'll also have like a coffee or a matcha. I'll put a scoop of the collagen peptides. Uh, I take the ones that I feel like everybody's on about. It's like the vital farms. Uh, my husband likes the Marine one. He takes the one that's like the fish one. Um, I take the one that's just like bovine. It's the cow. It's the cow gelatin. Just going to call it what it is. Uh, I'll put that in my coffee. I like it because it does have like a ridiculous amount of protein in it. Um, and it's also supposedly really good for like the collagen between your bones. So, um, I haven't necessarily noticed that it's made a difference to be honest with you when it comes to like the creakiness of my bones, but at the end of the day, maybe it's just a glorified protein powder and I enjoy that. I'm going to be totally honest, uh, but I like it. I feel like it's flavorless and I like putting it in my matcha or my coffee in the morning. I feel like it helps me to like feel full in the morning. Um, and because it's flavorless, like, I don't know. I feel like it can't lose, you know? So that's kind of that routine. And then, um, I'm also prioritizing coziness again, twice in the morning. So once while I'm out like cleaning, having breakfast, doing vitamin stuff, the second time I'm prioritizing coziness is usually because I'm moving into a different room. So this is where I'll head into my office. And if my office doesn't have, you know, the candles lit, the incense going kind of what I did today, where I'm sitting today, that's something I would start doing immediately is lighting my candles, getting everything ready. And before I get into work, however, I'm spending some time with myself, which is my next thing in my morning routine. So me time to me, this is going to look different for everybody. For you, it might be like watching three YouTube videos in the morning with your morning coffee. Uh, but for me, me time looks like either journaling, reading tarot cards for myself, uh, cleansing my space. Maybe it's going and doing like some extra skincare or something. Me time is something that is only for me, meaning I don't want to like numb out on social media. I don't want to be up in YouTube, especially because I am a full-time YouTube content creator. So for me, that's like not where I want to go to relax. Um, I would consider like maybe an episode or two of gossip girl or Gilmore girls, because those are two shows that I really enjoy. But I also find that when I start watching Netflix, I'm going to be there all day. So I don't usually give that grace to myself until later in the day. Uh, I'll do something that actually fuels me. I'm not really 
really down to just like sit and watch something. But for you, that might be your thing. And I have no hatred for that. I think that if that's how you want to like do you, then that's how you should do you, you know? But my me time, I like to do something that is a little more intentional and like person, personal, like development driven. Uh, I might also choose to like read a book or listen to an audiobook or do a meditation. This is also something I forgot to mention at the top of my day. Um, right when I wake up more often than not, not every single day, but more often than not, I also put my headphones in and I will listen to superhuman, which y'all know this is a app that I have told y'all about for months and months and months. I firmly believe this app helped me to manifest getting into my dream home. Like, listen, I know she's a little pricey. I will not deny that to you. Even when I signed up to do it, this is not affiliate either. Um, when I signed up with superhuman, I had every intention of canceling. I was like, Oh, at two weeks, I'll just cancel it. And that's fine. Uh, this app changed my life so much that I saw its value within the first two weeks. And now I pay for it every single month out of pocket because it has transformed my life in wonderful ways. So I really like doing like the cleaning meditations while I'm putting away the dishes in the morning. Um, I also really enjoy the like pep talks. There's like pep talks in there where the pep talks are like, you're going through this for a reason. And it just like talks you through that for about four minutes. Um, I also like reconnecting with joy. Like there are so many meditations on this app that have helped me to go within like a 10 minute span, uh, from like being really anxious or unmotivated to feeling like really good and really grateful. And that's why I keep coming back to this app. So I really like listening to it though, when I'm doing like morning chores or making breakfast or something in the morning for me. Um, uh, but not every single morning. Sometimes though, if it's like really cold, I'm going to say one more thing and then we'll move on. <laughs> if it's like really cold in the morning though, I will get into like a hot shower and I'll turn the superhuman affirmations on and you could leave it like outside your shower with your phone, just like in there. Most of the iPhones nowadays are pretty waterproof. So like they can be like dropped in water up to a certain point. So I have a walk-in shower now where I live. So I have like a shelf where I can keep it out of the water and I'll turn on her affirmations, Mimi Bouchard, the creator. Um, I'll turn on her affirmations and just take a really nice long hot shower in the morning and just like literally changes my energy for my day. So good. So anyways, I forgot to mention that earlier though, that I still actively use the superhuman app. I don't necessarily have a consistent streak going right now on it, but I would say like every one to two days I'm picking it up because it makes a difference for me. So um, anyways, that's also part of my me time. Maybe I'll sit down and do like a superhuman writing meditation, which she also has those on the app and they're so good. Um, then this is where the part of my morning goes into like setting up my workstation. So setting up for the podcast, writing out podcast notes, like I did for this episode, um, going to my big, I have a big whiteboard calendar that I keep in my office. You know, I'll write like today's date and I'll put the day, especially when you're self-employed. This is something that I feel like nobody talks about when you have nobody supervising you, you will forget what day of the week it is. If you do not make yourself write it, <laughs> this is something that I have struggled with. And finally I've started putting it on my whiteboard every day. It's like one of the first things I do, or I might do it the night before so that I remember like what the next day is. But, um, I do, I make myself write the date every single day on my whiteboard. So I have a calendar whiteboard. And then I also have like a list whiteboard where like that day's tasks are listed. And, um, so I'll like plan out what I'm going to do based off of my whiteboard stuff. Uh, and then that's like just kind of getting ready for work. And then when I feel ready, I'm diving into work, right? I'm recording readings. I'm recording the podcast. I'm getting on my Patreon and doing some stuff. Um, maybe I'm making social media content that day. It's like, I don't really have a plan for how I do work. My work is very feelings based. So if I don't feel good about doing something, I'm not doing it that day. Um, which I'm really grateful and really privileged and really fortunate to be in that position. But, um, that's kind of like the vibe we'll get into the work stuff. And then my number one rule of thumb for the winter blues, especially if you are self-employed, if you're not self-employed, 
Um, this may not be something that you have control over, but my number one rule is I do not allow myself to work after dark. So once it is too dark, like literally it's 4:10 right now, it's going to be too dark in the next 20 minutes. I'm going to close up shop and be done for the rest of today. Uh, once it is too dark, I will no longer allow myself to work. It is now, you know, I make dinner extremely early. So I close up shop usually by 4:30 every day. Uh, and then I do dinner and chill. Um, I eat dinner extremely early in the winter. So I will literally start cooking dinner sometimes as early as four o'clock. And as a cancer Venus, I love to make dinner. This is like where my true essence, my true heart really comes out. I love making dinner. Um, I love doing that kind of service for my family. And my husband makes dinner too. Sometimes he actually made dinner yesterday. He made some potato leek soup that was so good. Um, but uh, usually I'll start making dinner once I close up work and kind of like settle myself into being home again. And um, even though like I don't leave my house, I feel like now that I have an office that I can close and shut the door to, it's just so much easier for me to go and like be in the family focused mood now. And so, yeah, I'll go out. I might pour myself a glass of wine if I'm feeling it that night, get started on dinner. And the rest of the night is just kind of open, which that's a big window, right? From like 4 p.m. ish, somewhere in there, 4, 4.30, until sometimes up until midnight. I try not to go to bed after midnight, but as I've told you, your girl woke up at noon today. We've been testing the boundaries. <laughs> uh, tonight will not be like that. But uh, this is where I'll like watch Gossip Girl, watch Gilmore Girls. Maybe I'll call up a friend and... Uh, we'll play some video games together. I might call up a family member and see how their day was. So that's like basically it until bedtime. And then I do my best to crawl into bed. I currently am focused on my morning routine and then I'll work on the evening routine once I feel like I have the morning down. But we'll talk about like the evening routine stuff another time. So the other thing I wanted to add, that's like all of my, that's not just my morning. That was like my full day routine, right? So that's kind of how I deal with my winter blues is number one. I have to be taking that vitamin D supplement, <laughs> especially living where I live. I cannot not do that. I have to honor that. And number two is I really work on romanticizing winter. So even, you know, since I'm wrapping up work so early, maybe I want to go out and look at Christmas lights that night. Maybe on a Saturday when I'm not working, I want to prioritize going out to a coffee shop and trying their winter drinks. Maybe I want to pick up like a romance novel that is centered in winter. I keep hearing that Carolyn Hoover, I think is her name, Colleen Hoover. It might be Colleen Hoover. Everybody and their mom keeps telling me that I need to read her books. Um, I really want to pick up whatever her Christmas one that's out is. I haven't yet, but I would like to. Um, so, you know, I might prioritize things that are more winter focused. So, uh, I feel like Gilmore Girls is like a good all the time show, but especially in the autumn and winter months, I feel like it's just like, it just is, it's just, I don't know something about it. I've recently started rewatching it and I'll just put it on like while I'm cooking dinner and just listen to it. Cause I've seen it before. So I already know like what's going to happen. I know all the characters. Um, so I'll turn it on while I'm making dinner and then I might sit and watch like several episodes after dinner. Right. So this is that time period though, where I have so many evening hours to just do whatever, work on my own hobbies, do what I want to do. And I am romanticizing all of the process because here's the thing y'all. And it's a hard truth. It's a hard pill to swallow. I can't tell you how many times I thought in my adult life that once I had my waterfront home, once I felt like on the outside, I looked successful. I had like a business that made sense. I had the car, my dream car, my dream partner. Listen to me. I have all those things. And I'm not saying those things because I'm trying to be big headed. I'm trying to prove a point here. It doesn't matter how much you accumulate and look successful to what your idealized version of success is. 
If you still feel crappy on the inside and you don't actually take the time to love the life that you're living while you're building it, you will be severely disappointed when you get there. I have learned this lesson so many times over in the last three years that it's like heartbreaking how many times I have had to learn this and almost stupid. (laughs) I feel like that's on a Saturn return, yo. I can't wait until I actually do like the deep dive into my Saturn return once it's almost over. Uh, For y'all, I'm going to go through like the whole timeline because it's been crazy. And y'all that have Saturn in Pisces, I feel for you. (laughs) I'm excited for you, but I also really feel for you. Um, So that is like the number one thing though, is when you have it all, which currently in my life, y'all, I feel like I have it all. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to say that because I want you to feel bad about your situation. This is a moment of like, I feel like I have really accumulated all of the success that I was after. Of course, there are still milestones that I haven't reached, but for the most part, I feel like I have it all. And I have had a crushing realization multiple times on the process that I was not happy inside. I was constantly just chasing my dreams, chasing my dreams, chasing my dreams, not stopping to realize if I didn't love myself in the process, if I didn't love my day-to-day life, eventually when I achieved those things, what did I think it was going to give me? I realized that I was always in the pursuit of peace, but then I had no inner peace. And so this is why I'm telling you, you have to be the person that decides to romanticize where you are. Because it's not all just going to fall together. That day that you have your big house and your two kids and your perfect partner and you've cooked dinner and you're watching Disney movies in front of the fire. If you don't already love the life that you're currently living, if you feel bad about yourself, if you feel bad or are always like yelling at your partner, for example, you're not magically going to be in an agreement partnership. You're not magically going to feel so secure and good about yourself the day that you achieve all of these things. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I think talking about these things, I'm giving you an example of how I choose to romanticize my life. Because I think something else that nobody talks about is it can also be extremely lonely at the top. And if you've spent all of your time just building and working and building and working like I did, you realize that it wasn't really all worth it if you had nobody to celebrate with you at the top. And don't get me wrong. I do have people to celebrate with me. I have amazing friends, amazing family, a beautiful, amazing, adoring spouse, but I feel like the thing I was actually chasing was freedom and peace. And now that I feel like I have those things, I've realized that internally I don't actually feel them. And so now I have to create them. And I think the winter time brings this out in me also in the worst way, because I'm also like forced to be inside with myself all the time. I can't go out as much because it's colder. People are busy. It's also dark. Um, People are away with their families, right? And I'm having a lot of these like really big, deep realizations of like, oh, we have to actually sit and romanticize the life that we've created because there was no thing on the outside that was going to give that to me until I started to give it to me. Does that make sense? I hope this tangent shed some light for somebody. If y'all have listened this far into the episode, I hope I've drilled something in that reminds you that you have to be the person that creates it because when you have the thing Whatever it is that you're chasing, I promise you, it is not going to magically complete your life. You are not ever going to not have another bad day. Like, don't get me wrong. I would rather be sad and crying in my waterfront home, but then like being sad and crying in my apartment that felt overwhelming and like I never fit, but those bad days are still going to happen you're still going to have to learn how to tend to that, to tend to yourself, be with yourself. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I give you these routines. That's why I tell you about changing your life by 1% and not just saying, Hey, when you finally reach that milestone, your whole life's going to make sense because it won't. You have to be the person that actively participates every day. And it doesn't even have to be every day. It could be a handful of days out of the week, right? It's that 1%. 
So anyways, I feel like I just, I'm on topic, but I feel like I just went on this whole tangent. So the last few notes that I have for you are, I can't even believe I'm saying this. This is totally on a fucking Saturn return. <laughs> Remember how like three episodes ago, I was like, Chloe Taylor does not have a family oriented bone in her body. She doesn't even know who that is. Chloe Taylor was a liar, <laughs> but I didn't know that I was lying. Um, Chloe Taylor was a liar. Uh, I say that because I think this is like an episode for another time, but just to make it very brief, I think that trauma made me feel like I had to go out and make my own life and be very fiercely independent. And now that I feel like I've built something that I'm really proud of, I'm realizing how much I want my family to be a part of that. And I even like had some of my husband's family here, who is also my family. They're just as much my family here for a few days after moving in. And when I tell you like that, that feeling of like being choked up came up in me so many times, I was like, what is this feeling? What is this feeling of having family around and being happy about it? What is this feeling? And I feel like I've really prioritized like speaking to my family more, doing more. I feel like I'm coming back around to it. And don't get me wrong. This doesn't cancel out any of the traumatizing events. This doesn't cancel out the abuse that I endured in the house that I grew up in. But I mean, I also still have my siblings like, and they were not the worst. Like my siblings are fabulous. I've always had a great relationship with the majority of them, but I do think I'm family oriented. I think that I just thought I had to be independent to become the person I wanted to be. And I think what I've realized as I finally have made it here is that all I want is to share it with them. And I think that was the goal the whole time. So th again, that's a topic for like a whole other time and discussion. Cause that's a deep one that I don't even know if I'm ready to totally go into it, but I have family time listed down here because that's something that for me has changed over this. Like, as we've transitioned into the cold months, I've really prioritized talking to my family more. I've called them up more. I've chatted with them more. I mean, like I've even like called my mom and talked to her, like so many things have changed and I think it's because I'm also in a weird way, I'm like almost post Saturn return. I've grown up a lot and I'm not saying that you just like grow up and magically your family makes sense. Uh, you know, some people need to be no contact with people in their family and that needs to be that way forever because there's just way too much abuse going on. And I respect that. But I do think for me, I've just had a lot of really deep familial realizations and I would actually like my family to be more a part of my life than I have let them be in the past. So I do have family time listed down here. Maybe you're somebody that like adores your family and that needs to be like the forefront of what you're doing. And then I have reading for fun, <laughs> which what a concept. I feel like I am the queen of recommending self-help books and psychology books, but what about just reading because it's fun. Maybe we try to read some Christmas classics. Okay. Um, I want to, like I said, I want to pick up that Colleen Hoover book. I haven't, but everybody tells me that I need to read Colleen Hoover because I am a slutty, slutty, slutty woman. And most of the books that I read, I'm reading because I want to read like the slut Bible. I want to read, <laughs> I say slut with love. Uh, I want to read the smutty, smutty, sexy stories. That's like what I'm into. If it's not self-help, like that's what I'm reading. So everybody tells me that Colleen Hoover is like it. So need to check that one out. Um, and then I also have that bath or hot shower, which I did mention to you. That's just something to like prioritize. I always say, if you feel bad about yourself, go take a hot shower it will make a world's difference. Even if you don't want to go take a hot shower. Um, it's like, there's like some saying that was going around TikTok. It was like, if you hate the world, go outside. If you hate yourself, take a shower or like eat or take a nap or something. I'm a firm believer of the hot shower. Take a hot shower. If you hate yourself, <laughs> trust me, it makes a difference. And like wash your hair because I don't know about you, but I only wash my hair once a week. But if I'm feeling absolutely rotten about myself, I'll wash my hair and it makes a difference. Um, and then the last note that I haven't mentioned at all 
is I put cocoa era or cookies like baking, or maybe it's your soup girl era. Um, get invested in a new winter hobby. Like maybe it's snowboarding, maybe it's skiing, maybe it's getting really good and trying to figure out what cocoa recipe is going to be like your signature recipe that you want to serve to other people. Maybe it's learning a new cookie recipe and perfecting it. Maybe it's learning about like soups and where they've came from and trying different kinds. I know for me, it's a lot of cooking because that's what I like to do with my time. But for you, it might be something different. Those were just some suggestions of like, get obsessed with something new. Like I've really been into trying new recipes, period. Like just a lot of like baked recipes. I've made a lot of baked salads, um, which I know that sounds crazy. I'll link one down below for you that I made recently that was the bomb. It was so good. Um, I've been really into that. I've been really into... Um, coffee, which I know we're trying to, like I said, cut back on the caffeine, but, um, I have been really into my coffee drinks. I'm not going to lie to you about it, making them at home and also trying new places around town. Um, but just like get into something new, get into something new that just, you can continuously get joy from and like study. Maybe it's knitting or crocheting. Maybe you're going to get into like records, right. And you're going to go like, thrifting and look for records and get really into like how to clean records. What are the best record players? You know, every single niche has some kind of hobby. Maybe you want to get into like resin pouring. That could be super fun. Um, or painting. Maybe this is when you're finally going to like get good at watercolor. Okay. So just pick a new hobby, especially during these cold months. If you're spending a lot of time inside, especially if you're alone, which I'm thankful I'm not alone. I do have my three cats and my spouse and my family is always a phone call away as well as my friends. But I feel like, especially those of y'all that feel very alone, hobbies can be such a saving grace. And uh, just get invested in something. Like I said, I've been really invested in just like cooking in general. So that's been really fun for me trying like multiple new recipes every single week. But that is what I have for you for this episode. Those are all my notes. I don't even know what I want to title this episode. I feel like we got a little deep. We also talked about a lot of lighthearted things, but basically don't let winter destroy you. And no matter like maybe it's spring for you and this episode doesn't resonate as much or not spring, I guess it would be summer. Maybe it's summer for you and this doesn't resonate as much, but I've just been really feeling like those winter blues and I'm asking myself how we're going to combat it. And this is my answer. This is my plan of attack. And I know that it will work. Uh, I know that it will work because I've chosen only things that make me feel really good. And I hope I've just given you some suggestions on how to move through that yourself. And, uh, please, please, please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And, uh, don't forget to check out the Patreon, all my socials, all the things, links for everything down below. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye.